1: Hello and welcome to the Gunner Talk back again with you guys for another episode of what is our preview series show in which we look ahead to the next Arsenal fixture uh, which is Arsenal's game against PSV in the Europa League very happy of course to be joined by our regular guests from the discord server uh, and I'm looking forward to getting their thoughts and feelings about what is a difficult game to try and kind of construct a squad for because there's debates around rotation, fitness, injuries with Nottingham Forest at the weekend but we're going to tackle all that and more. Now whilst we are recording I should say that Mikel Arteta is currently doing his press conference. As far as I'm aware there is no live stream unless that's changed in the last five minutes so it might be that we receive some team news live and breaking whilst we're doing the show so we'll update you as and when I hear about it, I'm expecting to get messages through throughout. So fingers crossed we get that. Let's introduce to you my guests for today's show. First of all, making his debut on our preview series and on the channel. It's Dom. How are you doing, Dom? You good, Joel?
0: I'm very well, thanks, Tom. Hope you're good. Hope you're well. Hope everyone's good. Um, it's a privilege and an honour to be here. I've watched so many hours of this show. <laughs> no, it's honestly, great to but, uh, be here. Pleasure's all
1: mine, mate. Genuinely, uh, getting debutants on the show, it means a lot. So thank you for taking the plunge. Uh, you said you were nervous. I'm hopefully, we're just going to ease you into things here.
0: Already uh, feeling yeah. less nervous, so all good. Oh, good, <laughs> oh, good stuff. Lovely <laughs> stuff.
1: You've got some experienced heads alongside you today. Speaking of which, we've got Alex. How are you
2: doing, Alex? Are you good, Joel? I'm doing very well. Thank you, Tom. Yeah, not too bad. Enjoying the, enjoying the rain.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I can't say the same. I'll tell you what, myself, um, well, I me and, and a few others, to be fair, went down to London Colney for the open training session this morning and the forecast did not predict rain at all. Now, if you go onto Twitter and you go onto Charlie Willard, who's the, one of the guys who works over at Haters, um, he was the guy doing the videography for the uh, for the training session. There's a picture on his Twitter account that I took of him, absolutely soaked. So it wasn't the best environment to do the open training session, but it was still enjoyable. What was good about it this morning, what was different is usually they do it on quite the far pitch when you walk into Colney. They did it on the nearest pitch today, which meant it was a much more up and close and personal kind of training session to watch. So that was a lot more enjoyable to see as well. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Uh, let's introduce to you our third guest of the evening. It's Mr. Positive. My number two man is Ojo. How you doing, mate? You good? You well?
3: First of all, Tom, I have to correct you again. It's number one. Okay, <laughs> let's let's not get this twisted, but I'm good. I'm good, Tom, and especially you know, since Don wanted Don wanted to make his debut, I thought let me bless him with my presence as well. Yeah.
1: It's just humble as always, mate. Humble as always. Uh, confident As we should be, right?
3: We are number one, so. We are number one.
1: We are number one. You know, to be fair, I probably misinterpreted. I, I misinterpreted your uh, your caption alongside your name to be more personal than it is to do more with Arsenal. But uh, no, it's uh, absolutely fair that Arsenal still sit in first place. Um, let's go through some of the team stuff before we kick on with our lineups. Dom, the first bit of news was that Marquinhos wasn't at training this morning, uh, in fact, that he was missing. And I've been told that this was purely down to illness. And we saw the same thing happen with Martinelli last week. He didn't start the game. He came off the bench. How much of a blow is this, considering we might need some rotation for this game?
0: Yeah, I think, um, well, you'll see from my team kind of where I stand with the whole rotation thing. And we'll get to that in a bit. But, um, but yeah, I think, look, at this stage um, in the season, and we are still in the early part of the season, it is a blow for any player to, to miss any amount of time, any amount of game time and to have any reason for not being able to play. So, um, so yeah, I think I want to see more of Marquinhos. I want to see him, um, I want to see him play more. I think he's got a lot to offer. Uh, he's, as we've talked about before on this channel, you guys have talked about a lot, is um, that he kind of gives off early Martinelli vibes a little bit, but with maybe a little bit more to him than, uh, than Martinelli had when he first started. So, um, so yeah, I'm... Um, I'm always disappointed when he doesn't play. Um, I think the way he's felt, the kind of what he's thought of um, amongst the team and amongst the fan base, is that he's just uh, he's a great guy and he seems to be a seems to be a pretty half decent footballer as well. So yeah, for me it's a blow that he's not around, and um, yeah, I hope he's back in contention soon.
1: Yeah, we should hear some information on that. I've just been told that it's Gabriel Jesus who's rocked up first at the press conference. So, team news will be coming uh, in a little bit. Uh, Alex, uh, we've got a situation in this PSV game where obviously it's an opportunity to try and get things back on track. Not that they've really deviated from, you know, anything kind of crazy. I mean, the game against Southampton, I don't think, is, is an indication that things are crumbling for Arsenal as of yet. But we've had two tricky games in the Premier League, a dominant game against PSV at home, But PSV, when we play them at their place, are a different kind of animal to the side that I saw turn up or rather not really turn up at the Emirates last week. It was a disappointing performance from their side of things and certainly from the likes of Cody Gakpo, etc. How do you think Mikel Arteta, if you were kind of in his shoes, should be
2: looking to manage this in terms of rotation? Well, I think it's difficult because Nottingham Forest have just won there. Well, maybe not their first game of the season. I don't know the exact stats. But they've just won a game, which isn't ha- hasn't happened very often. Um, so, they're, I think they're going to be well up for it, to be honest. Mm. Um, and I think it's really important with the points, the way they are now, with us dropping points, that we need to get a win against Nottingham Forest massively. Because you know, I can't be dealing with second place now. We're up the top, need to stay there. <laughs> uh... You can't do things like that.
1: I can't deal with second place. Like, you know, oh, no, no, Arsenal no, no, are no.
2: where they are because they've earned it. But come on, 100%. surely there's a bit of realism 100%. about where things are right now. No, there definitely is. I, I, think, I think I'm think under no illusions, but I think we, we really need to beat, beat Forest big time. <laughs> um, so I've gone, well, you'll see from my lineup where I stand on rotation, but I think... To avoid injuries, it's important to rotate, but also the expectations of players to play two games a week is there. And you know, as much as we don't want to injure players, we also need to give, give players game time and give players time to gel. And I think there's certainly an element of needing to find a balance between not fielding, fielding such a weakened team that we end up losing the game because it's not going to be easy at their home stadium i've heard some good things about it in terms of the atmosphere is quite heavy um so yeah yeah. Well, their
1: away fans were heavy uh, to, to use yeah. words um so heavy in fact that the, the ua for open proceedings after that game uh it was actually a video i posted at the emirates that that went quite did the rounds it's fair to say of the flare being thrown there's been no Kind of answer on that, in actually, we've not heard anything extra from that. And to be fair, it took so long to get an answer from the Jordan Henderson and Gabrielle situation, which has only just come out today, that no further action is being taken on that, that it was unlikely we were going to get a response to the investigation into PSV for this game it seems and, and we have got no word on that and so therefore there's been no crowd punishment uh, on PSV because of what happened uh, some other videos are available online if you want to try and dig them out Ojo, oh, obviously PSV as I said a second ago didn't really turn up are you expecting a much bigger challenge this time when we go there with them knowing that if they don't get anything other than a win it kind of locks out top spot for them and not only that but with bird glimpse, you'd expect beating FC Zurich. It puts them under pressure for their last game, having to go to Norway too. I,
3: I think the main motivation for PSV would be beating the leaders of the Premier League. More <laughs> <Not> than <it. laughs> oh, I love it. Go on, keep going. <laughs> no, more, more, than you know, coming in top, uh, the, the top place in the Europa League because uh, f- uh, especially at their place and the way that they couldn't even play out. <laughs> At the emirates i think they would want to prove something to their fans and to the world and the rest of the Europa league competition but i think the game would be close because it it, it feels like all around the world all the teams are getting tired i think you know, there are too many games and I think most of the teams expected another break in between or normally there would have been an international break by now, but uh, it, it, you can feel it in the way players, what, what they could normally control or the way they would normally spread. It's not just at Arsenal's team, but everywhere. Look at Liverpool or, or even Man City. The, the, the lethargy is coming in. It's mostly due to heavy legs and tired minds. So I, I expect this t- uh, game to be a lot more uh, boring rather than close i would say
1: i mean the game at home wasn't exactly enthralling um you know so i wouldn't describe this one as it'd be a challenge to make it uh less kind of gripping than the game was at the emirates we did dominate that game i mean i'm not expecting us to dominate this game in the same kind of way i'm expecting psv to have a lot more opportunities on goal uh, dom again we kind of bring through the narrative of cody Gakpo, who'll of course be playing again he Told me after the game on Thursday last week that he was frustrated with the game, um, you know, that he wasn't really able to get into it. He was feeding off of literally no service at all, really, as Arsenal dominated the game. There's been links once again that Arsenal continue to monitor him. Is he someone that you, A, were disappointed with on Thursday, B, kind of understanding with the lack of service that you got, and C, still interested in, in seeing him potentially rock up at the Emirates in more of a permanent fixture?
0: I'd say yes to all of those. Um, I think um, I've, I've been a big fan of his since uh, since he was linked to us in the first place. And, you know, before I'd even heard of him and, and hearing the links to Arsenal, going and having a little look around and um, speaking to some um, Dutch football fans, friends of mine. And um, yeah, I'd, I I have a feeling he's going to have a good game against us. I hope he does. I hope we win, obviously. But I hope he does because I think it will prove. Um, it will prove to a lot of people that, uh, that, that, yeah, he's the kind of person that we should think about bringing in. I know he's been heavily linked. Um, yeah, I've, I've got a feeling that he will, he will turn up. Um, which is why, and again, I don't want to keep referencing my team, but you'll see why I've gone with a pretty strong back four because of that. Um, because mm. I think, um, I think, I think he will present us with a, with a few challenges. Um, and yeah, I, I think, uh, in terms of, you know, the, the kind of the, um, this the kind of chances that he gets and the support he gets from the rest of his team. I I just got a feeling they are going to turn up. I still feel like we're we're going to win this game. We've got everything to to go and win it. Um, but I've got a feeling they're going to turn up. I feel like it will be a better game to watch in the, at their place than ours. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think Gakpo's going to have a, a a you know a lot to say in the game.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, he's got that. It's it's another audition, if you like, for him. He knows that a lot of people are going to be watching this. A lot of teams are going to be watching this. A lot of scouts are going to be watching this. And it's another opportunity to not only increase his value for PSV, help his team, but potentially advertise what he's capable of doing against Premier League opposition so he's got the motivation you've got other players in that team of course like Madueke who formerly at Spurs got his own motivations but most likely to start on that right hand side we expect unless he is still out because I don't think he played at the weekend as Javi Simmons, who didn't wasn't involved at the weekend so I we have to wait and see if he is indeed available for PSV tomorrow evening uh, Alex how much do you kind of buy into the whole you know Arsenal should be not even really focused that much on on this Europa League game with, with the Premier League so important and with, of course, that game against Southampton that didn't go our way. Some people would just like us to throw, quite literally, a B team into this game and then just play all of the starters against Nottingham Forest. But from my perspective, I think to play devil's advocate to that, if you've got the chance of locking in basically a free hit against Zurich next week ahead of Chelsea, I'm taking that. I mean, where do you kind of sit on this one?
2: Well, I, th- I think we should aim to win every game, um, regardless if you're still in a competition and you still have That's a chance. of a very of... answer, Alex, you know. Like... <laughs> yeah, no, oh, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> Straight from um, PMQs is Alex today. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, no, well, I I think I don't buy into us not wanting to win games in the Europa League. Like, if we have a chance to win the Europa League, it's a massive European competition that's another route into the Champions League, which is obviously where we want to end up. I mean, obviously, we, we'd we love to do more than that, but I'm focusing on the Champions League for this season. Um, and if you have, you know, if we slip up in the league, if other teams improve, because I think there's one thing to say is that there's a lot of teams who are really underperforming as to where people thought they might be and i don't think that will happen for the whole of the season i mm. think there's some teams out there who have been lucky to begin with um and there's some teams who are just not not playing well and once january comes around the world cup comes around there'll be more signings coming out i just i i, I worry um so i think it's important to stay in every competition and um the Europa League is no exception and there's going to be some difficult teams down the line if we want to win and we're going to have to have some players playing twice a week Mm. you know so getting their bodies conditioned to it
1: yeah this is this is actually a really good point you've brought up um that I'm going to ask you Ojo about because this whole you know we need to rotate we need to rest we've got Premier League games we want to be in the Champions League. And when you go into the Champions League, you play against opposition that is of a standard pretty much as close to, and in some cases, certainly above most of the teams that you play week in, week out in the Premier League. And so there is an expectation that you're going to have to play most of, if not all of, your starting eleven that you would play in the Premier League in midweek. What, why? Why is this obsession still here that in the Europa League, we shouldn't necessarily be trying to acclimatize if you will because we didn't have european football last season so we were completely not new to this but it is you know we're back into this trying to re-acclimatize to it what do you make of kind of that dynamic and that theory around trying to prepare yourself for fingers crossed champions league football next season
3: no i think the 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 legacy of the europa league earlier it used to be this uh uh B grade tournament with uh dead teams and with a really cool uh opening song but but now it is more of uh, Champions can't help League.
1: Like do this when
3: you hear the Europa League song. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it's better, so better than you know,
3: know. It's, yeah. it's actually better than the Champions League song. When oh, we qualify for yeah, the Champions yeah, League, the we should take this song good. over there. Actually, <laughs> but uh, uh, I feel that now it, this tournament has become Champions League light. It's no longer the Europa League. So you, you're getting big hitters that are coming in, and as uh, Rishi Alex just uh, gave his answer. We should not be aiming for uh, because technically our B team should be strong enough to beat a team like PSV. Because if our B team can't do that, and we have to play our A team in the Europa League, then we might as well not go up into the Champions League because we can't play the same players every week. And uh, as Arteta also said, you know, if if you're going to aim to be a top player, uh, you have to be able to play three games a week without dropping your Level. Look at Liverpool all these years. The reason they are struggling is because they played the same eleven for four to five uh, years continuously. I, I I don't even know what is the Liverpool B team. <laughs> we only know there is only. You know, was there even a Liverpool B team? I I don't I think, think so. so. No.
1: Yeah. I mean, when so they played if... Champions League, they played Mane, Salah, Firmino in most of their Champions League games and then played yeah. them again. Even the
3: friendlies, you know, they took them to America, brought them back to London, took them mm. to some random place in the Middle East and it was always those three guys playing. Yeah. And it is it has taken them to a place where they are unable to recover now, but I would rather be in Liverpool's condition... <laughs> than in a condition where uh, I feel like, oh my God, what if I play a player now and if he gets injured, then then that is something for the, the recruitment or the, the scouting team to check because we cannot expect all the players to be on form uh, or at least our main team to play all the time. Mm.
1: Yeah, no, fair enough. Um, Let's dip into the chat box and see what some of the guys and girls in there are saying. Lynn says, I think we need to try and have this game sealed in the first half, and that means a strong team out there and then in the second half, we can start to rotate players. Uh, James says to counter, if you do give proper minutes to your second 11 and they are not ready to step in when injuries occur or make them impacting from the bench, which kind of showed against Southampton. I think that's fair. You know, if you're not giving minutes enough to these, these fringe players or second string players, then are they ever going to be ready and raring to go when we need to come off the bench or replace potential injuries? Uh, Steve asked the question, what's the biggest regret losing against PSV or Forest? Hopefully neither but the Prem for me is more important. Like, yeah, I I would agree. I'd, I'd, be, I'd be interested if any of you guys disagree with that. I think that I'd rather lose to PSV than lose to Forest at the weekend. Does anyone disagree with that? Yeah. No, that, that <laughs> is their
3: weak mentality again, Tom. We're not losing to... No, no, no. Either but team. the
1: question is, would you rather? <laughs> it's not weak <laughs> mentality. It's a would you rather. It's yeah, like this uh, morning when the evil Manu in the chat box decided to ask me whether or not I would sell, keep or send to Spurs between Erdegaard, Martinelli and Saka. That's just an evil question. It's nothing to do with mentality. I had to give an answer, <laughs> however
3: painful it is. Decades of decades of you know suffering is, has weakened <laughs> our minds like this. Would you rather lose to PSV or Forest? Neither. We we are not losing to uh, you know, either team. That is the Any answer. Games.
1: Plays no games. <laughs> deary, dearie me. Uh, I think Mikel Arteta hopefully will be answering some questions very soon. Gabriel Jesus has given a couple of answers, uh, but we're expecting Arteta soon. Um, let's move to our teams whilst we wait. Uh, Dom, we'll go to you. Oh, sorry. I think it's Alex actually first. Uh, we'll go to Alex's team. Talk us through this
2: one, mate. Um, well, It's slightly weakened. I think it's probably not far off some of the teams that we played in the Europa League in terms of the players' personnel. Maybe not. Mm. Um, But certainly, I think I'd like to see Nketiah have a go. Nelson. um, Fabio Vieira has been quiet in a couple of games recently. And I think he's due a a bit of a comeback after that. Um, The goals that he scored, obviously. Um, Lokonga, I actually really like. Um, I think he's got a lot growing to do in terms of a bit more game intelligence-wise um, and maybe some bravery in his passing a little bit more because he does tend to be a l- little bit more safe than some of the others are. Uh, Tierney and White, I think, are key to stay in. Uh, well, not stay in, but to come in because we need really strong defenders on the wings because they've got some good good wingers, PSV. Um, and Gabriel and Holding is simply... Um, I think Gabriel's done really well in the Europa League and Holding um, needs some, need some games. And Turner's been our Europa League goalkeeper. So I would imagine he'll start. Um, and it gives a chance to, you know, bring some stronger players on for the bench if they're needed.
1: Mm, no, absolutely. Um, I think that with this team, what you're looking at is that combination and that balance. You know, I think defensively especially, you've got three players. I mean, when you consider Holding was starting a lot... Uh, when we first brought Gabriel in, that was the you know the starting pair, and then the following season we brought White in, and then he started alongside Gabriel most of the time, but also played with with, with White. Plenty of opportunities with, with holding there. I think that's a very strong backline to protect Turner. Then you've got players like Xhaka, you have got Saka in there as well. Uh, Vieira you've you've picked to be a standout. He didn't particularly shine when he came off the bench against Southampton, although I think people wildly overestimated how many minutes he was on the field for. In yeah. fairness, he was only I think, came on in the 83rd minute of that game. What do you think about these types of games for Vieira? Are these really important for him to try and establish himself? Or do you think this is still going to be very much a bedding in season for him?
2: I think it will be. I, th- I think it will be a betting-in season. I think the problem is that Vieira coming into a Premier League game is completely different to play it coming into any other game because the premier league is such high pace such Mm. like such intensity and it's actually a really difficult sort of um league to settle into um, unless you've played obviously in that sort of intensity before Um, so i think playing in the europa league um against and i'd say this politely against mainly weaker opposition. Mm. Um, I, th- I think it's really important for him to be able to have a bit of expression and build up the confidence so that when he comes into the Premier League games, all, all he's doing is instinctive and proactive and not sort of reactive in the way that he has been in a couple of games with with, with regards to certainly pressing and passing um, are two things that I think he could do a bit, bit better. Um, his creativity is good, but sometimes the passing is lacking a little bit for me yeah.
1: no i think that's fair i think it'll come with time and improve i mean he had double digit assists last season for porto so he's a player that mm. does know how to find a pass he just needs to exactly. find that confidence and consistency i think um oh joe you are the first person on this platform to not pick a five-star performer surprise surprise but talk me through your team and your lack of a five-star prediction i think you're Hold on. I'm going to get up the exact quote that you gave me when I said you're not having one. You said, no one, dot, 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 I
3: expect us to suck again. That's what you said. So so talk me through that. Technically, I would have given you my picture to put over there, but due to rampant jealousy, you said no. So (laughs) that is that. Uh, But yes, Tom, I I don't think it's going to be such a great game. I hope I'm wrong and it becomes entertaining, but uh, I expect to be seated in the middle of the night watching a, a boring game of uh, midfield battle. So um, actually I would have dropped Jesus, but it looks like there is this narrative you know growing about how Jesus can't finish and this is why city kicked him out and 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 pa- you look at his face, it, it feels like he's also feeling the the strain of you know playing week in, week out and being the main number nine so i think he should start and the fact that he's in the press conference you know it means that he is going to start and i think arteta is going to give him some more minutes and apart from that um we need white white is still i don't think benny blanco is able to complete 90 minutes in full intensity uh giving him and saliba rest would be good and gabriel since his form is just starting now it's better to play him along with tini Uh, There are doubts about Lokonga, but uh, as our fan base needs a scapegoat, I think it's going to be either Lokonga or Jesus in the coming weeks. But um, I'm okay with this team for, you know, to go there to PSV and to have a nice time and come back.
1: Do you think this team is good enough to come away with at least a draw in this game?
3: When I sent you the team, we had Marquinhos. Now uh, you're blessed. Yeah, him. well,
1: he's not travelled, um, is what we, we're being told. So would you like to swap him out for anyone? I can change that for you.
3: Well, I don't were want to
1: play to Saka. Nelson into that side?
3: No, it's just playing Saka again, You know, I, I don't want to push him to the ground. And playing Nelson is just multiplication with zero. So might as well keep Marquinhos there. No, no, we're switching
1: it out for someone. We're going, I'm going to force it on you, and we're putting Nelson in there because you you don't want Saka in clearly. So he's going with Nelson. He's going with. What about Martinelli? Martinelli still playing. Are you want Martinelli in there? Okay, so we're going to go with Martinelli instead. Yeah, is that what you want? Or,
3: or 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 maybe Joel Campbell or someone. Like that.
2: You could put Jay Zeus at right wing He played you there for City
1: do. I like Martinelli on the right personally I think it's something that we don't do enough Um is use him on the right-hand side But uh, maybe that's one for another discussion uh, Dom, talk us through your team, my friend
0: Yeah, so uh, Turner speaks for itself, I think I think everyone agrees that Turner needs to go in goal So my back four um, I think it's important to uh, to be strong in this game um, I, think we, I think we have to give I mean the last game against PSV wasn't much to go by, but I still think we have to give them a bit of uh, a bit of respect. And I think for that, I, I've put a, a strong back four. I think Tommy needs to remember how to play right back. He hasn't played there a lot at all recently. Um I know that's because White's been doing well, but as uh, I think Ojo said, um, I think White needs a rest. Um And for me, I thought about I had Cedric there. I took him out. I put him back in. I took him out. I don't think this is the game for Cedric to come back in. I think there's too much riding on it. Um, you know, as as uh, as we said, I don't I don't want to lose this game or the Forest game. But um, yeah, I think I think Cedric is a bit too much of a risk at right back. So I've gone with Tommy there. there. Uh, Tierney again. Uh, you know, we, we, if Tommy assu is not playing left back, then it has to be Tierney. Uh, Lekonga needs to play. Um, I think I've been I've been quite impressed with him. I think um, I think he's. Um, I don't think people have been very fair with, uh, estimations of Lukonga. Some of the comments I've seen have been a bit unfair. I think he's, um, I think he's played pretty well. The games that he's played, he stays. Um, Shaka, um, I've got him as my star man because I just feel like he's in that mode at the moment where, um, I mean, he's always, well, not always, but uh, for a lot of his Arsenal career, he's been the kind of guy to run through brick walls. Um, he's been the, the captain, even when Odegaard's there or even in, even when, Back in the Bamiyank captain days, you know, Shaka was still, you know, seen as, uh, as a, as an important person on the pitch in the dressing room. Um, so I just feel like he's gonna, he's gonna help us win this game. Um, Vieira has to play again. Um, because I, I don't think he's, uh, he hasn't shown anywhere near his, his full potential just yet. And, uh, I went for the front three of Martinelli and Ketia Saka. I, I don't really want to play in Ketia. Out of position. I think his, that's his best position. He needs to play there from the start. Um, so I've got him up front and then Saka Martinelli, I, you know, I think there are going to be games, um, over the, the kind of, you know, the, the next few weeks where we could potentially, um, potentially give Saka a rest. Um, I don't think we need to rest him. I listen to, um, I listen to Arteta's comments around, you know, the top players play 70 games and, you know, and, um, he wants everyone to want to play in all the games. I think PSV away is a big enough game to play Saka and Martinelli. Um, but give Jesus, uh, a rest and actually less than giving Jesus a rest, giving Ketia a chance to play. Um, and then see where we are after 60 minutes and get people like, I mean, Nelson for me has had his, had his, his chance. I think he did quite well. Um, who was it? It was a game that he played okay in. But a glimpse up. Uh,
1: when he came
0: off the bench yeah yeah exactly i made a couple of um decent um decent movements decent um bits of skill um so but yeah i don't think this is the game for the likes of cedric and nelson and you know giving folks a chance i think we um we need to take this one seriously play a strong back four um kind of lakongo and vieira are our kind of our competition, if you like. So they play and, and Kitter is our competition. I listen to you a lot, Tom. And, um, you know, competition versus backup. I think this is a, this is a time where we kind of give the competition a go rather than kind of, um, getting a backup into, to cover, you know, let's, um, let's give the competition a chance to show what they're capable of.
1: So he speaks my language. Uh, <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's, he's, he's
1: it's, because you. I've
0: been listening to you so much, Tom. I had to be careful. I had to train <laughs> Don't myself. Don't make yourself <laughs> get
3: brainwashed, Dom.
0: Yeah, exactly
1: right. <laughs> What's going on? That's what it is. No, I think you're right. You know, that's what I've been saying about Nelson. You know, I was impressed with him when he came off the bench against Butter glimpse, And I was like, okay, you know what? I've I've been critical of this guy, um, but I think that if he's going to come off the bench and do what he did, then great. But then in the game against Butter glimpse away, I thought he was really poor and didn't take the opportunity available to him. So you can only give players so many chances at this level. And I think I would rather see. Other players, even if we have that freebie, fingers crossed it is a freebie against Zurich next week, I wouldn't play Nelson. I would play, you know, players who are currently playing on the wing for, for the youth team. Uh, I just don't see necessarily the need to use uh, Nelson in that game because why invest more time into someone whose future doesn't lie here? I had a comment left on one of the videos, I think it was two days ago, saying that they hear me come on every day and just slate Nelson. And like, I don't think I come on every day and slate him at all. One, I don't think I talk about him every day for starters, but secondly, it's not about slating. It's about, in my view, team building at the top, top level has to be ruthless. You know, you have to be in a position where if we're looking to try and compete for titles, qualify for champions leagues, there isn't room in a squad for a player like Nelson, really, you know, and there isn't enough room and time to give a player like Nelson that time. So, for me, I think we need to be ruthless with our squads and give opportunities to players to have a future. I'd rather see Marquinhos, if he was fit, you know, being given minutes than Nelson. That's just where I think we have to move regarding ruthlessness and squad building. I don't think it's, you know, an attack on a highlander. I just think it's the part and past of modern football. Um, my team, unsurprisingly, uh, is relatively strong. I have gone with Jesus, although I've put him in the wide area because I agree with you, Dom. I'd like to see Enketia start through the middle. I think that him playing in the wide area just doesn't emphasize his best attributes enough. And I think if he's ever going to be given an opportunity to really make it, I think that it needs to be with him starting centrally. And I think that Jesus is good in a wide area. I think he's fluid. I think he's energetic. I think he supports the players around him. So, yeah, I absolutely think that that Jesus should start in the wide area and Ketia through the middle. Uh, I've gone with a relatively strong back line as well. I haven't gone with Tierney. Reason why he's gone was he Tierney play against Nottingham Forest on the weekend. I have a feeling that if Tierney starts this game, he may still not start the game at the weekend. Tommy Asu therefore I think going up against Javi Simons if he is indeed fit if he's not then Madueka, you would expect to be that player there can play and try and cover him White covering um, for Gakpo I just can't quite bring myself to trust Cedric against Gakpo personally I think mean, that's a matchup that might have uh, a losing result in Arsenal's well, not favour but the opposite to that certainly fast um, came Hull- back
0: after an injury as well Tom sorry you know yeah, like, no, why put him un- why put him under that pressure um, for me I-, I don't think it makes sense to put Cedric in this game?
1: Mm, yeah, I mean, maybe pressure's not the, the the right kind of word, but I certainly agree with you in the sense that why throw Cedric in to a game where he's going to get turned inside out? I don't think it's about necessarily, you know, pressure on the guy. I just think mm-hmm. Cedric's a depth player. Why hang him out to dry, if you like, yeah. you know, in, in a game like that? I think that that's probably fair. Um, but mm-hmm. I think I agreed with all of you guys in terms of your midfield three. I think we've all gone for the same midfield three uh, in terms of what we've picked. But, yeah, I think it's an opportunity where we can start relatively strong and then take players off rather than starting weaker and having to, you know, push our players on in the second half that are stronger, really trying to chase a game. I think it should really be the other way around. Um, What you shouldn't obviously have to do is chase the need for security online. And that's why you should go and have a look at NordVPN. How about that? Why are you laughing, Alex? I thought that was great. I thought that was wonderful. Um, You can... Of course, go online and be safe whilst abroad. Maybe you'll go into the PSV game. Maybe you're there and some reason your ticket's not worked and God, no, no, my ticket's not worked. What am going to have to do? Well, I can't watch my usual broadcasting app because I'm abroad. Well, I've got a solution for you. Download NordVPN, change your geolocation to the UK, and you can use your broadcasting app without any issue whatsoever whilst remaining safe and secure online and not only that but you can get a massive discount as well using nordvpn.com guna to get a great deal big discount four months free and if you don't like it you can take a 30-day money-back guarantee as well i'm going to take alex's laughs as confirmation that he indeed has already signed up yeah. with nordvpn i can see him nodding i can see it him hit. nodding for those on audio platforms he is indeed nodding so i'm loving that it's brilliant anyway the seamless literally-
2: transition. It is.
1: It's just <laughs> second nature now. It's just second nature at this stage. It's brilliant. Anyway, go ahead. If
3: I had back. known NordVPN was so secure, I'd have played him at right back.
0: Huh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well,
1: VPN <be laughs> at right back. That's what I think that's the way forwards for this Arsenal team. Anyway, we're going to find out a little bit more about the team news from Arteta after this quick break. So, uh, Marquinhos has not travelled. Mikel has confirmed in his press conference. Uh, however, there was no information at all on Zinchenko. Nothing. Didn't even speak about him. Didn't even mention him in the press conference. Um, four youngsters have travelled. Um, so, we, we're assuming Zinchenko is not one of the players that's gone there. The four players and four youngsters that were in training this morning... Uh, well, in training was Bradley Ibrahim and uh, we have Matt Smith and Katalin Kurjan. There was not a fourth youngster. So I'm curious to know which one it was. Maybe it was Colin Edwards because he's been in the team a bit before. It could be Mario Koja-Dubri. We'll have to wait and see who the fourth youngster is, unless he considers potentially like the likes of Reese Nelson a youngster. Who knows? Uh, we have a lot of young players in the team that could easily still get into that under-21s. That said, I think Nelson turns 24, maybe even next year. He's getting on a bit now, which seems mad. But... Uh, Yeah, so potentially that's the reason why. But it's frustrating about Zinchenko. Before we do predictions, and we are going to do predictions, I just want to get kind of a a one sentence or so answer from each of you. Dom, are you concerned now about Zinchenko's injury record?
0: No, not yet.
1: That's fair. Alex?
2: About his injury record? Mm
1: -hmm. Are you concerned about the future for him at Arsenal with his current
2: injury situation? Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not a fan of Cedric, so I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I'm not concerned about his injury record because I don't think he'll be here for very long. No offense oh, to him. I as think a you player, may have heard but... me.
1: I meant Zinchenko.
2: <laughs> oh, Cedric. <laughs> I, <laughs> Brilliant. I was I, like, I, what? Are you, I was thinking, head.
1: is he talking about Cedric covering
2: him at left back? Is that what he means? No. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> no I, I don't know what happened there. Um, had a had a mind um, <laughs> mind freeze moment there we go um, Cedric
3: has taken over your mind at least <laughs> Cedric it.
2: always, it's always Ren- that thing of Cedric
1: lingering in pictures he's now lingering Ren- in free. Fans
2: Ren- in my head um, yeah um, in terms of cut no. No, no yeah I agree with Dom not yet I love this in the chat. Nelson turns
1: 23 next month. Yeah, but I wasn't wrong in saying he turns 24 next year. <laughs> he still does do that. <laughs> it's 23 until he turns 24 and then so on. You know how it works. Uh, Ojo. Hi, Tom. Zinchenko, are you worried?
3: <laughs> no, because the more we're trying to be Man City, we, we can't afford to have fully functioning fullbacks. We need someone who's always on the injury bench. So Zinchenko fills the bill. And now that we see Sinchenko is injured, it looks like Tierney is uh, magically recovered. So maybe he's just taken over the curse of the Injured Fulham.
1: He's <laughs> cursed him clearly. What he's done, he's just taken his injury and moved it over. I mean, I'm writing a piece uh, at the moment about whether or not we should be worried about
3: Zinchenko and doing a little. Bit but wasn't research. wasn't this the case at Man City as Yeah, well, I was just Zinchenko's. about to say he
1: had 16 separate injuries at Manchester City from 2018 through to 2022. He missed a total of 65 matches uh, for Man City over those four years. So this isn't this isn't new. You know, this isn't like a new thing. Or he's just something. It's not like Tom where he arrived with a clean bill of health and then suddenly got injured this is very different you know he has had these issues and yet the kind of the, what I write in the piece and I don't want to give too much away of course but all the discussion around Zinchenko when we were going to buy him was where's he going to play is he going to be in midfield is he going to be play left back does he push the needle of quality is he worth the money I don't remember any of us really discussing his injury record at all I think it was a lot of excitement about what he could bring as a player but Maybe we overlooked that. Anyway, let's go to predictions. Uh Don, let's hear from you first. Scoreline and scores, please.
0: Um, so I'm gonna go two one and um I think it will be I'm gonna go in and Shaka. I feel like Shaka's gonna score again. It was and, your start um, man. Um so it makes sense. Sorry? It was yeah, your yeah. start
1: man, so it makes sense. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I've got a feeling i got a feeling he's gonna have a good one and hopefully get a goal. And on the PSV side, whoever. Baby Gapo, lovely
2: stuff, Alex. I'm gonna go um 3 0, which I think's been my prediction for most games. To for who for? Uh, um, for us, sorry, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Fabio Vieira will get one and I'll get an assist as well. Um, assisting uh Saka, why not? I haven't got him on my team, but he'll come on. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I love that. I love when for their predictions and then they pick scorers who's not, who's not in their team. I love that. Um, and Eddie.
1: Eddie to get one as well. I'm surprised you didn't say Cedric, to be honest. Alex, in fairness, this is living rent-free in your mind at the moment. <laughs> almost.
2: Almost. Almost,
3: indeed. Ojo. I predict a uh, uh, deeply boring draw so (laughs) (laughs) so the score would be one red and white jersey to another Uh, man of the match would actually be all the fans who stay up you know, the random hours of the day to watch that nonsense. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> I've got to do a live blog of this game just to, just to put that out there. The minute by minute, uh, which you'll be able to, of course, follow on Football London. Um, so, yeah, that's uh, it's a great build-up to that shift. I'm looking forward to it now. Thanks, Ojo. You've really uh, given me the confidence to go into that any time any time ML Reaction says 2-1 to the Arsenal James Curry going for a nil nil. Uh, Temi's going for a disappointing 2-2 draw with an Enketia brace I mean it's not disappointing because a point is all we need so I'd take a 2-2 I think uh, Afsar says 1-1 Daniel says 1-1 with turning a 90th minute equaliser Steve Stone's going for a 2-2 Eddie and Vieira with the goals um, I was about to say I wonder who James is going for his scorers and then removed what scoreline he went for um, Paul's going for a 2-0 Arsenal win Vieira and Jesus and Javier's going for a 2-1 PSV win uh, Lynn's going for a 2-1 to the Arsenal though Xhaka and Saka uh, with Javi uh, Simmons getting the goal for PSV uh, and Paul recommending there that Ojo is oozing positivity, as always in these shows. And uh, just Vance going for a 3-0 Jesus hat-trick in this game. I am going for, I think I said 2-2 on the lounge on Monday. So I'm going to stick with that 2-2 prediction. I'll go with a double from Gakpo and a double from Jesus uh, to get the goals in this one. A massive thank you to my panelists. Please, chat box and comment section, do show them some love and, uh, and show some appreciation for how good they have been. Uh, Ojo, thank you for your time. As always, my friends, tell people where they can find you and what you're going to be up to.
3: Oh, yeah. I'm uh, all the humans in the comment section please feel free to become a member so that you can come into the discord and watch me dominate the fantasy premier league in the discord. I, I can't even see. Can I, I'm just going to do an update on the fantasy. Cause I've not talked about the fantasy. Uh, of course there are two
1: TGT leagues. There is a member specific league and there is a dis, uh, and there is a overall fantasy league. If you go to the link tree in the description, you'll be able to get the code for the, uh, for the overall one, which I think we've got something like 600 odd people in that league now, which is kind of crazy. But in the TGT Members League, unfortunately, I have to report that Ojo does sit top. And uh, considering there's 40 people in this league, it's fairly impressive. 762 points uh, for Ojo.
3: It's impressive for, you know... (laughs) People like you, it's light work for me. But uh, regardless. Where
1: where are you currently in the main TGT one? Right it doesn't
3: now? matter. I only look at leagues where I'm number one. I'm, I'm at the top. Other... Richard Brabin is currently top with
1: 825 points. Wow, he's doing very well. I'm scrolling yeah.
2: down.
1: Ojo's 50th. I'm scrolling down. Still haven't found you yet, Ojo. I'm scrolling <laughs> down. I'm scrolling absolutely down unnecessary before. information. Oh, there he is. He's 50. 50 in the league. So... And, and where art thou, O oh, Tom of the... TGT no, channel, it doesn't matter. No, no. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm 302nd, is <laughs> where I am in that league. So there you go. And where is the okay? first fan, right? oh, Dan, Dan uh,
3: the Robertson?
2: Where I'm is significantly he? Significantly lower. I'm, I'm, I mean, I was... yeah, I'm 12th in
1: the TGT members league, to be fair, which is bad. Dom, are you in, are you in our fantasy league?
0: I'm not in the members league yet, I'm in the main one. Um and I'm and I'm lower than you, Tom. So um yeah, less said about that the better, I think. Well,
1: There's actually seven hundred and eighty nine people in our TGT main league. So uh, uh yeah. yeah. Who's bottom of that? I need to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, Victor <laughs> Jash. I'm so I'm so sorry. Uh whose team can name we is get, so can we have a look at
0: that team? <laughs> can we have a look at Is his isn't it not Dan, right Dan
3: Roberts?
1: Uh, <laughs> Robert? Robert. Is it not Daniel Roberts? Dan Roberts um, Victor Jash has got 75 points in their last game week which is more than I got I think maybe they're new maybe they've only just started their, uh, their oh, season okay. but uh, yeah they, they've got Kane in their team that kind of tells you why they're bottom of the league there you go uh, Alex thank you so much for your time as always my friend uh, tell people they can find you and what you're going to be up to fella.
2: as always you can find me on the Discord server or uh, if anyone wants to stand in the winter rain then they're welcome to come and watch any uh, Bournemouth under twenty-one's games, <laughs> um, and I'll be there. You Made
1: it sound like you're playing for Bournemouth under 21s
2: ones uh, Yeah, no, sorry, I'm 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 an I'm performance analyst, so I film and analyse. Um, yeah, brilliant. Stuff.
1: No, it <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, it'll be working at Arsenal one day. Uh, it'll be the guy. I t- I'll tell you what's really the deal a little bit glimpse behind the uh, the curtain. When I was at the Southampton game on Sunday. Uh, in the press box, the Southampton analyst was in the press box when they scored. He jumped out of his seat, ran down several stairs, and fist pumped in front of all of the Arsenal press. And me and Kaya just looked to our left, like, like what? Because I've told you like, this story before that it's pretty frowned upon to like celebrate in the press box. Like you're not meant to do it. Yeah. Like, so it was the most surreal thing I've seen. This guy just like fist pumped the air. It was mad. Um, yeah. so, I'm,
2: yeah. I'm usually on a scaffold. So I can't really move too far. I don't fancy climbing down ladders. I'm actually quite scared of heights as it is. So climbing down a ladder more than once or up a ladder more than once. is no Not <laughs> Lovely <me>. stuff. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Dom, thank you so much for making your debut, mate. You
1: did brilliantly, brilliant. Well, I hope you've enjoyed it. And uh, tell people they can find you what you're going to be up to, fella.
0: Yeah thanks again for having me on Tom and uh yeah thanks to the chat and everyone for the love. So uh I'm a DJ, I stream on Twitch. Um this is what this setup is about and uh yeah so please follow me on Twitch if you've got an account. Uh see the DJ everywhere. So see the DJ on Twitch, see the DJ on Instagram and you'll find me and um, as a bit of a voyeur in the uh in the the Discord at the moment. I'll just kind of um Seeing because I've only been in there a few weeks, so uh, yeah, just seeing how it works and seeing how I can fit in. But uh, but yeah, you can catch me in there uh, as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm intrigued actually because you know, Ojo and Alex uh, and a lot of others have been in the Discord for a long time. I think more than a year. I think potentially you both have been in the Discord now. Um, what what was it like joining uh, just as a relatively new member, and how did you feel uh, joining the TGT family? Out of interest.
0: Yeah, it was great. Um, so. I felt welcomed me- immediately from um, from people that names that are recognised from um, from watching the shows, and uh, and yeah, there's there's sections. I mean, I haven't used it yet, but um, but I will be letting people know about my streams, and you know, there's lots of different conversations. Um, Tom, we you know we we have a bit in common. I'm into drum and bass, into F1, and you know that all of those kind of um, all of those kind of uh, channels are there to to have some interesting conversation. As I said, I've been watching. And I've jumped in on a couple of things. So when we were talking about um, what was it when you were talking about the sponsorship, when you put Ooh. that out to the to the members, um, I commented on that, and um, I thought that was a great idea. And here we are, and it's working well with the seamless links between <laughs> content and and ads that you're that you've managed to get going. So um, so yeah, look, I think it's a great place. Uh, Discord's been it's, Discord's a great tool anyway, right? And um, and uh, but like any tool, it's how you use it and the people that use it are great. And um and yeah, the the whole premise of it is all for the love of Arsenal and um and yeah and um, spreading love and spreading knowledge. So it's pretty good. No, and, I appreciate it. I'm, so, I'm impressed.
1: I should get Dom to do the advert for the uh, the (laughs) server. That was brilliant. No, as you said, uh, there is an F1 channel. There is a music channel in there uh, for people to discuss. We've got movies, cricket, boxing, MLS, gaming. Basically, someone sends me a message saying, I want to talk about this. Can we create a channel? And and most times, nine out of 10 times, I would say I'd do it. there was one where Ojo said, can we have a really boring channel just for people to put boring messages in? Um, but I said no to that. Um,
3: so That's because you started TGT instead. Right? Can't
1: oh, know. he's <laughs> slamming me. He's got the slam in there. Oh, dear. I set him up and he's knocked it out of the park. Um, but no, if you would like to join... Uh, the TGT membership, go to the link tree in the description. You can find all the information there. What I would say is sometimes it doesn't work on mobile. You have to go onto desktop sometimes to do it. I don't know why. It just is that. That's how it works. But yeah, if you join as an expert member or a TGT ambassador, you get access to the Discord server. And that then gives you access and the opportunity to come on the shows because we always ask for people to come on Uh, For previews, the next one will be, I think, on Friday uh, ahead of the game against Nottingham Forest. So I'll make sure to put a message into the the Discord for that. Thank you to everybody that's tuned in. A little bit of an extra long preview show today. We did a shorter show this morning, so I thought it made sense to do that. Uh, You can make sure to get all the reactions to tomorrow's game after uh, it has completed, but most likely tomorrow uh, Friday morning at 8 a.m. And then, of course, what we'll have is the the normal 8 a.m. show tomorrow morning as well. Have a great day. Have a great evening. Massive thank you to Dom, Alex, and Ojo once again. We will see you again very, very soon. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. by fans.